If you've been wishing, hoping, and dreaming about taking your business from six figures to multi-six figures or multi-six figures to seven figures, then I want to make sure you get our new free guide, the multi-six and seven-figure scaling roadmap. Inside the guide, I pull back the curtains and I shared all the strategies that I used and they can help you too. First, they can help you triple your monthly sales. I shared proven strategies with you that led to a 3x increase in my monthly sales. Second, I show you exactly how to crush your limiting beliefs. Say goodbye to doubts like, you can't charge that much and there aren't enough ideal clients for you too. Third, how to only work with ideal clients. I show you how to become the go-to expert and attract only the perfect clients and referrals. And finally, I show you how to quantum leap to $20,000 plus every single month. I show you exactly how to take a quantum leap from $8,000 per month, for example, to $20,000 a month. You can absolutely break through your upper limit barrier and enjoy five and six figure months every single month. Make 2024 your dream come true year by downloading your free guide today. Just click the link in the show notes below. Welcome to Double Your Sales, your resources to selling strategies, tips, and best practices to take your performance to the next level. There's no reason you can't double your sales. So let's get to it with your sales coach, Ursula Menches. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Double Your Sales Now show, where you learn all the tips, mindset shifts, tools, and strategies to two times your sales in any niche. I'm your host, Ursula Minches, and I can't wait to dive into today's show. I have the very cool, very amazing, very fun Shondell Spader with us today. So, Shondell, I just want to say hello to you and welcome to the show. Good morning. Thank you, Ursula. I'm excited to have this sales conversation with you today, and I know your business has grown a lot over the last couple of years. It's exploding, and so we're excited to hear, you know, just what you've done to grow it, and also how you've blasted through maybe some of those limiting beliefs that might have gotten in your way. So excited to dig in. Let me tell you about Shondell. Shondell is the powerhouse behind Spader Group LLC, a virtual bookkeeping and office management company. She earned her degree in business management and accounting from Rasmussen Business College and has over 19 years of experience with managing business finances. She greets each client with a smile and energetic initiative to develop a plan so they can accomplish their goals. And I know from experience, I our company works with Shondell company. She works with a lot of our clients and friends, and we always hear fantastic things about her. So I'm excited to to be interviewing you here today. So Shondell, let's just dive in. Some of these things I, I don't, I'm curious about going way back. So when you first launched the Spader Group, what limiting beliefs, if any, did you have about sales or selling? We always love to start there. You know, my limiting beliefs were... <laughs> I I really had this, I knew I could do it. It's what I went to school for. It's what I've prepped everything for was like the business management and the accounting. It's what all my experience had been in. However, the prior few years before I had started Spader Group, I was doing daycare and I was really done with that chapter for our lives and our family and whatever. And I really wanted to go back to where my heart lived. Not that they don't live, not that it doesn't live with my kids. However, I needed something more for me. But when I started this journey, I was, I really had that mindset of, well, who's going to believe that I'm qualified to do this because they're going to look at my most recent experience and say, well, you ran a daycare. And again, I still ran a business, but in my own head, I was belittling, I guess, where my experience was lying. And once I got over that and realized, wait a minute, 
I was running a business for these last three years. Doesn't really matter what it is. I was still running a business, you know, and all of my experience combined, like I am more than qualified and capable to be supporting other business owners with their finances, their bookkeeping, you know, their office administration stuff. So once I shifted that, huge doors opened. Mm. And so I'm curious about that because I know there's a lot of women, a lot of moms who are probably listening who have had career shifts and changes and because they had their families. In fact, I remember I remember a mom saying to me one time, the only reason I was successful, this is before I had Luca, was because I didn't have children. And I was like, wow, that's a limiting belief. And I thought, well, I'll show you. <laughs> no, no, I really have to have kids. No, I, we were trying already. But it's, it's interesting how women, as women, these beliefs can be perpetuated, which are our own worst enemies. But how did you actually work through your limiting beliefs. I mean, it sounds like you talked yourself through this whole process or was there a moment or was there a mentor or someone who supported you? Like, how did you get to that new belief and really realize, yeah, I can run Spader Group. I mean, it's going to be super successful. Two big things probably happened. One was I actually put like, I just decided to step outside my comfort zone and I joined a networking group. Like so obvious, Mm -hmm. right? But it was terrifying for me at first because again, I didn't, I had never had to do that before and really, truly go out and promote myself. So once I stepped into the networking group, you know, it becomes a community and it becomes so much of who you are. And just by meeting these, it was a women's group, but just by meeting some of these women and telling them what I was doing and what I had done, you know, they were able to relate because again, many of them were moms. Many of them understood like, wow, you did daycare. Like that's, that's a tough thing. And I was like, yeah, sure. Okay. You know, again, still just belittling Mm -hmm. that, but they were the ones to kind of pull me out of my shell to say, awesome, like, yes, please, here you go. And just showed me it didn't really matter what the industry was prior. It was the fact that I could speak mm-hmm. the speak. So speaking the speak and walking the walk was just part of it. And it took a few months, but I, I, you know, once I got really comfortable in there, I was like, wow, okay, this makes sense to me. The second thing was I met you very early on. I met you actually originally through Tina Pettis and (laughs) Tina actually spoke at this networking group that I was in a couple months after I had joined and I went home and I had said to my husband that night, I was like, I just met one of the coolest businesswomen I've ever met. And I don't know how to work with her, but I want to, and I know I want to stay in front of her and I, I want to learn, you know, like I want to serve her and I want to learn from her and all of these things. And part of connecting with Tina was getting introduced to you and to everything that you have to offer. And then Again, huge doors opened at that point, just with really knowing that I had the support and people believed in me. And then, you know, having you help me put those into actual tools, tangible tools for me to say, oh, okay, this is how I'm going to promote. And this makes sense. And making it really clear. Does that make sense? Yeah. (laughs) And yes, I I know Tina connected us at some point. I was trying to remember the actual trajectory of that happening because she's she's so generous in all her connections and introductions. And it was so great to meet you. And not only did she, I know she's done some work, continues to work with your company. And right away, I was like, oh, I need to learn more about Shondell because I probably need her company too, (laughs) which is great. And I think you make an excellent point in the beginning. We just have to put ourselves out there and, you know, attend the networking groups. I remember when I went to first, my first networking groups, I didn't have to do that. I ran somebody else's company. The company had grown exponentially. I never went to a networking group. So when I was in, you know, running my own company, I'm like, oh my gosh, I had to go get out there. And it's a whole different world when, 
it's your company and it's you. It's very personal. People say, oh, but this isn't personal. Well, it, it felt very personal. And so thank you for sharing that, that that was that first step. And once you're in a community of people, they, you know, others start to reflect back to you what they see in you. And, you know, Shandell, when people see you, this, I don't know if you, this might be, most people don't see themselves, but we see you as very confident. And so it's, it's always a shock when we hear that, you know, people weren't confident from the very beginning. And, and also the whole daycare business. I think if anybody can start and run a daycare, you can run any business in the <laughs> entire world. I mean, that is like my worst nightmare. I would die. I don't think I definitely couldn't handle it. My one is like 20, so I can't imagine doing that. So I think it prepared you well for what you're doing now. So looking back at the business, definitely. when did you double your sales for the first time? Like, was there a moment that you remember? Did you celebrate that moment? What was your knowing and your beliefs about sales and selling after you doubled your sales for the first time? Well, so I can't came in, my sales were fairly low. And again, I had joined that one networking group, but I was just kind of hanging out there. I wasn't necessarily working it or selling in this room, right? And I came and I sat sales camp. And when I walked in the door to sales camp, you actually had, had, had to give me a pretty good push to say, no, you just need to be here. I promise this is where you need to be. And again, that part of that fear of, well, who am I? Why would I do that? You know, why am I going to be the expert or any of that? It was then that I, I sat sales camp and literally it was four months from when I looked at my numbers the day I came in there sat down later. And again, at that four month mark, when I was doing my billing, I was like, wow, but I didn't double it at that point. I actually had tripled by the time there was a really big jump within a month timeframe where I was almost to double. But then that, that final month, I actually tripled it from where I was, you know, almost four months prior. And that was a huge eye opener. From there, it, like I had let go of some of those limiting beliefs. And I think part of the back of your head still says, eh, maybe it still lives there just a little bit, but nope, I'm going to purge through this. And actually seeing the true hard numbers, I just went, wow, okay, now I'm, this is a whole new ball game. And so what did you learn? I mean, I know you're an expert in accounting and, you know, business, a lot of business strategy, business organization, business management, but what did you realize about selling post-sales camp? in terms of it being a skill or something that you could learn? Consistency is key, but also just having, tweaking that verbiage just a little bit and knowing what you're going to say and how you're going to present it, being really, really focused and clear on that really just changed it. It, it really made it so that my phone calls themselves were, I was able to guide them versus jumping on a call and saying like, hi, I'm Shondell and you know, this is what I do. What do you think? Well, no, you don't want to ever ask, like, what do you think? Well, yeah, there's going to be a million excuses that come up because people are like, I don't know what, you know, tell me what you can give me and really becoming clear on what it is that we're offering and how we can truly help other business owners was huge. It, it helped them understand what we can do better and also understand how to utilize us better, really helping them see the value in you know, all the questions that they had, they don't, they didn't come to us knowing what questions to ask really. So when I became laser focused and really clear and intentional about what I was doing and selling, that just became so much more easy to have them understand how they can, how our clients can utilize us. Excellent. Yeah. I mean, it's just like accounting. I, you know, it's something that you have to learn and selling is also something that 
we have to learn. It's so easy to forget that. And there's so much shame around not knowing how to sell. And it's one of the things that so I'm so glad you shared that, that, you know, we really want to do with the show is let people know that selling is a skill that you learn. And once you have it, no one can ever take it away from you. And it just, it just serves you at a different level. In fact, I think I remember, Shondell, didn't you, so I remember you being at sales camp. I remember you shot a video and I think you, like you scored eight appointments. You closed eight appointments at yes. sales camp, right? But I didn't see yes. you for a couple months. And I remember seeing you at a networking event and you came up to me and you said, out of those eight, and I think I, I think you said you closed seven sales, right? Am I remembering that? I did. Wow. You are. I did. So, okay. So let's go there for a second. I have a million questions for you, but this is so good because I, I want people who are listening to get, <laughs> to get like some of these secrets that you have. So what, what do you think was different for you when you went into the close? Like, why do you think you closed almost a hundred percent of your appointments, which by the way, is pretty unheard of. Like that's, that's unbelievable. But how did you do it? What did you do differently during those field appointments? I was intentional. I knew what I was going to say. I I knew that what I was offering was exactly what we could serve. Mm-hmm. I, um, I knew what I wanted to say. I knew what I wanted to tell people. I know how we're going to help people. Just really, I knew how we could help people, but you guys and, and Sales Camp helped me really put that into words so that it was clear for others. Mm-hmm. And with, again, just tweaking of the verbiage, you know, to say, okay, this sounds good, but what if you, you know, like, let's change it and tweak it to this way. I know in sales camp, like you refer to it as a script, but not really a script, more of that conversation piece. And that's really what it became. To me, a script is one of those things that like, all right, I'm going to read it. I'm going to follow it. And if they say something different, that's off of this, like, uh, what do I do now? And at no point did I have that like, oh, I don't know how to handle this question because I, I it's not in my script. The way that I kind of had the structure now worked out, it does flow like a conversation and, and it was harder to uh, get me off guard when I'm really crystal clear now on what it is that we're offering. Yeah, excellent. And your energy around, just the way you talk about it, you sound so confident because and what we're getting, what we know is that you serve your clients and you solve a lot of their problems that they do not want to do, including me. <laughs> I was like, Calendar Shondell and Carrie and the team would want to do this, or what about this? And um, and you're like, you guys are an entrepreneurial dream because you're so easy to work with. So anyway, I could go, I could gush and gush, but what's the number one limiting belief? Like, think back about your like entire business in your entire business life, so the daycare to Beta Group. Like, what is the number one limiting belief that you changed in your past? It could have been about yourself. It could have been about business. It could have been about money. It could have been about people. It could have been about anything. Like, what do you think the number one limiting belief is that you've changed that made you, that got you on this trajectory of success? Really that who am I belief of like, who am I? Why am I going to be the person that solves their problems? Once I really changed that thought process and realized like, who am I? I have the heart who wants to help other entrepreneurs succeed. Why not me? You know, and as much as that feels like I'm patting myself on the back, like I'm really not like if I have a tool or a resource and I know that I can help other business owners, I want to share it. That's ultimately what I want to do. I grew up in this long line of entrepreneurs from both sets of my grandparents to my own parents to both my sisters and I all have our own businesses. You know, being an entrepreneur is in our blood and I've seen businesses fail. I've been a part of businesses that have failed and I've been a part of businesses that have been very, very successful. And you learn a lot in between. 
So getting over that who am I piece was super important to being able to say it's not that it's not about me, but it's really not. It's about the tools that I have and the ways that I can help entrepreneurs learn the tools for themselves as well. You know, what we do, you know, isn't something that a business owner can't do themselves, but they maybe shouldn't be, you know, they should be focused on their sales and promoting and growing their business. And the importance of even understanding it myself, utilizing my own team, but also helping them understand. And again, going back to that crystal clear on how we can serve people, you know, really helping them understand where it is that if we take this chunk of work, tasks, whatever that might be off of their plate, it allows them to focus more on their goals and their growth in their business. So getting over that, who am I? And really believing, why not me? Right. Or our team. You know, it's not just about me. It's definitely about our team as well. Such an important point because, and for those of you who are listening, it's so critical to get past those limiting beliefs that keep you stuck. And there they are, they're lurking around. And when you can identify them, and sometimes it's not even what you think it is, but when you find it and release it, it's incredible what can happen. So we're curious. All right, Shondell, let's dig in a little bit deeper here. You didn't double, you tripled your sales in a very short amount of time. So think back because we're eager to find out what are the top two strategies that you and your team implemented to make that happen? Consistency would be, ah, gosh, they both landed number one for me, but that laser focused on exactly what it is that we are sharing, how we can help becoming really focused on, we used to talk about how we could do the bookkeeping and administration and this and that and this and that. And like, and not that we can't do that because we still can and do, but now we focus on the first point of impact for a business owner so often for the clients that we have is their bookkeeping and helping them understand those numbers helps them with so many other places. It just seems to be the place that we can do the most impact the fastest. Mm -hmm. And it's not about how quick can we fix you or fix your books. It's just where can we make the most amount of impact the quickest for you so that you know what the rest of your story looks like. So focusing on truly that bookkeeping piece of it having that be our front runner for our services and having the office management piece of it follow behind. Because what we have found is, you know, I've been asked many times, why aren't you just a bookkeeping company? And not that there's anything wrong with that. I just didn't want to limit us to only bookkeeping. When many of our clients are single entrepreneurs or solo entrepreneurs, even many of them have a team but their teams are all focused outward. So what that means is that they have a team that helps them, but they also they, all they do is serve their clients. So there's nobody supporting that business owner. So we come in to be that support to the business owner directly, again, allowing them to focus more on, on their business and their growth. So being focused on that and then that consistency, the consistency of, you know, for gaining new business, just that follow-up piece and, you know, making sure that we're always, you know, reaching out to new people that has been, but also even utilizing all of that within our current client base to know, okay, we're serving you here. Let's talk about these other areas now that we're able to serve you. So utilizing um, that focus with internal or existing clients and new clients. So, so what you're saying, Shondell, is number one, you guys got really clear on what the core business is, how you really wanted to serve your clients and the problem you wanted to solve. And then second, you are consistent in your follow-up. So this is always an important part of what we talk about because everyone has some level of call reluctance when it comes to following up. So what did you say to yourself or what did your team, what did you coach your team on to say to themselves about following up with these prospects? And 
like thinking back, what's just curious about like you were the follow up when you didn't want to make the follow up calls. What did you do in that moment? I went back to that, you know, just revisiting kind of that why not me conversation with myself kind of talking myself out of it and then saying, you know, I know what I'm talking about. I kind of my own little self prep talk or pep talk, sorry, not prep talk, (laughs) just pushing myself over. I'm not a backseat sitter. And, you know, when something scares me, you know, you obviously have two choices. You can run from it or you can purge through it. And I purged through it. It just, it's always, it's served me better in everything to just purge through it than it has, you know, the couple of times that I've said, oh no, I'm just going to sit this one out. It never works out. (laughs) So from my own self-experience, I guess with that kind of thing, just in general, it was do a pep talk, you know, lay it out, take 10 minutes before I start making phone calls, lay out who am I calling? What is it that we're talking about? Is it a follow-up call or is it a new call? If it's follow-up, you know, look at the notes from prior. I I will say the times that I've tried making follow-up calls and I haven't had my prior notes, it doesn't serve as well as if I have those notes, I have reviewed them and I can actually pick up where we left off, you know, whether it be a couple days or a week ago, you know, whatever that time lapse is. So I know you are big into systems. You help your clients with systems, but how do you keep track? Like what works best for you in terms of, do you have a CRM, do you have an Excel spreadsheet? Like what works best to keep track of all your prospects? I use as an Excel spreadsheet. It, it's been the easiest. The CRMs are great. Uh, we've, we've, dabbled in using a couple different ones and the you know we've we've actually ended up reverting back to the excel spreadsheet because it's where it's been the most consistent and across the board because we are virtual you know i'm not always necessarily sitting at my desk doing this so i needed it to just be easy to get to and always in front of me so yeah the excel spreadsheet has been what's worked the best and Mm -hmm. you know again i have all of their information you know and i keep my notes right in there in that spreadsheet and Mm -hmm. they get long sure but yep, sure. But it it works. <laughs> it works. Yeah, I mean that's why we teach using the work in progress report. It's sure very similar. It's just like you know what, keeping it in front of you. And even clients yep. who are corporate clients who use sophisticated systems like Salesforce and other things, we still tell them we're like still use this for your top prospects because otherwise you forget. So one other thing I want to circle back to is what's the most amount of times you've ever followed up with a prospect before they became a client? Like best guess like nine or 10. <laughs> Amen, sister. Well done. All right. We just had to put that out there because I think people are always wondering like how many times do, and that's what we hear. That's pretty average. So for those of you who are yeah. listening, like if, if you're wondering, should I follow up with that person again? The answer is always yes. yes. The answer is yes until you get a clear yes, a clear no, not in this lifetime would I ever be your client or a next step on the schedule. So awesome. All right. Well, I want to move into, we want to hear about you and we want you to teach us for a minute. We we're ready. So you're an expert in all things bookkeeping and virtual office management. Can you give us two to three strategies that you give to your clients on in those areas, please? Yes. First off to start with bookkeeping, knowing your numbers is so powerful. Having to know those or being able to know your numbers um, so that you can make educated decisions on whatever it might be to move you forward. The importance of that is key. So even the basics, again, you know, going back to an Excel spreadsheet, if that is where you currently live or you're in a shoebox full of receipts and, you know, and partially an Excel spreadsheet, just keeping that up to date as best you can 
is crucial. Now, I would say my opinion is that everybody should be on something, you know, whether it be QuickBooks Online or something that really is a, you know, a bookkeeping tool. It doesn't have to be super elaborate, but just something so that you can always keep your sales in front of you, keep your expenses in front of you, and really know what the story is that your numbers are telling. So best way to do that is actually schedule you know, an hour a week, even for many clients of ours, an hour a week would give them so much time to be able to just stay on top of it, but really be paying attention to, to what it is that you should and shouldn't be doing. There are things that you as the business owner should be doing in your business. And there are definitely things that should be delegated so that you can grow and you can focus and be great at what you're great at. Many people don't get into business to do bookkeeping, which is why we have a business. We are here to do bookkeeping. That is what we like to do. Numbers are our thing. So that first and foremost is really truly knowing your numbers. That is huge mm -hmm. for, for anybody in business. And, you know, I've actually heard a couple of clients say before, like, if, if you don't know your numbers and Shondell doesn't know your numbers, you don't have a business. I believe that you still have a business. <laughs> it's just a matter of how long and how fruitful will this business be? <laughs> so yeah. knowing your numbers is key on the administrative or like the office management side processes, even if it's just oh. your... <laughs> Even if it's just yourself, you still need a process. You need a process to keep yourself accountable. And if you should have somebody come in, whether they're an independent contractor or an employee, however you have somebody support you in your business, there has to be a process so it's clear, it's done the way that you want it, and it's consistent. Consistency is key in not just sales, but you know, in your bookkeeping, in, you know, whatever it is, you know, if you're selling widgets, it's important that you're consistent in creating those widgets on a timely, in a, in a timely manner. Right. So right. it's, uh, you know, it's okay. obviously easy to say, and it's, it's a little bit harder to do, but you know, even if it's a, have somebody help you set those processes up, it, you know, it's so second nature. So t often for the business owner themselves, because you do it every day, you know, even one of my team members, I had to have her come in and be like, okay, I'm going to like verbally say to you everything that I do in a day. And then I'm going to have you help me write it out because I can do it, go into our clients and I do it often. We go in, we listen to what they have to say, what they do, what their tasks are. And because we don't know the actual process through and through, we're able to say, wait a minute, this doesn't make sense between, you know, task B and C, there must be something in between here. Oh, yep. Okay. And then, you know, then it gets pulled out. So processes and knowing your numbers, those are the two biggest things that are going to help be successful in business, in my opinion. For sure. From your ears to God's, well, no, from your mouth to God's ears. That's how it goes. For sure. I mean, that, I remember my first hire was a CPA and bookkeeping company long before I knew you, but it was the critical it was because I, you know, ran a multi-million dollar company and I, so I had a CFO, I had a controller, I had a full accounting staff and I'd be like, hey, I just need to get my numbers and all of a sudden there'd be like 10 reports on my desk. So I always knew where the business was and everything. Right. Started my own company. I was like, where's my P&L report? <laughs> you know, no one answered me. So I had to go find someone. But yeah, I mean, and since then, it's just been a race to get things off my plate and only focus on things I love to do. And for those of you who are listening, like get to that point where you're only, I mean, doing the things you love. I love to write. I love to coach. I love to speak. Uh, that's about it. So the rest of it I had to find help with. And once you know that about yourself, it's so much clearer and easier to figure out what you need to delegate. Yep. And so, um, Shondell, it's so, so helpful, those those pieces, and, and thank you for, for
for sharing that. And for those of you who are listening, really, like just right now, what are the top two things that if you got them off your plate, you would be so much happier in your business? And whatever the two things are that just came to mind, I want you to find someone to do those for you. A coach of mine once said to build your team. Actually, this was a, there was a couple coaches that said this, now that I think about it, but one that I followed for a long time. She said, build your team today for the company that you want tomorrow, because it's impossible to grow if you stay in the same place and you keep doing the same things over and over again. In fact, that's the definition of insanity. So for those of you who are interested in getting some help and you don't know anyone, you're like, where would I go? Well, here's Shondell. So Shondell, will you tell everyone what your special offer is for them and how they could get in touch with you to get some of this stuff off their plate? Absolutely. I would love to talk with anybody who, you know, any of this resonates with. One point I'd love to make quick too is just because you know how to do it doesn't mean you should be doing it. And I think I said that earlier, but it is so important to hear that for what it is. It's not a matter of you don't know how to do it. It's a matter of you shouldn't and your time could be spent better elsewhere. But for connecting with us, I would love to offer everybody a free consultation, free 30-minute consultation, really talk about where you're at in your business, what the different areas are that we could serve you. And with anybody who decides to engage with us on your first engagement, we would do a 10% discount. So Okay, fantastic. And how do they find you? You can find us either, you can email me or call me directly, or you can find us on our website at, at um, www.spadergroup.com. All the information, as far as contact information and everything is on there as well. But yeah, email. I have some clients who reach out via Facebook. So if that's the mode that works and we're connected, that you know, that's fine as well. But email, phone call, we can go ahead, set up that consultation meeting and just, you know, definitely mention that you heard of us from the podcast here and we will go ahead and do that 10% discount. Fantastic. Well, thank you, Shondell, for that amazing gift that you're giving everyone. And thank you for being on our show today. It was really exciting to talk to you. And I know that your points and the things that you shared today are going to make a big difference for people. So thank you. Thank you. It's such an honor to be here, Ursula. So much fun. All right. I want to thank everyone for listening. I know people are listening from 32 countries now. So that that feels really exciting that we're reaching you wherever you are in the world. And I just want you to know if there's anything we can do for you, please reach out to us. You can email me directly at Ursula, U-R-S-U-L-A, at salescoachnow.com. A couple of special announcements. Our book launch is coming up. Chanda will actually be there with us. So um, I'm launching The Belief Zone. And you can attend. There's a whole bunch of ways to attend. If you go to thebeliefzone.com, you can see all the ways that you can join us. We'd love to have you with us. We'd love to have you grab a book and bring some friends and come out. And if you're interested, we also have the One Great Goal Retreat coming up soon. If you go to onegreatgoal.com, it's going to be on September 27th in Minneapolis. We'd love to have you join us for that. And we have some sales camps coming up, which are on the website, salescoachnow.com. Plus, if you haven't gotten it yet, we have a free download for you. If you go to salescoachnow.com, you can get our free video series, Sales Secrets of the Top 10%. We'd love to give that to you. It's almost a $500 value. You get it for free. And I, it's a video series where I share what the top 10% of salespeople do. I want to thank you again for being here with us today and make 2017 your best year yet. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for listening to Double Your Sales. To get even more information to take your sales to the next level, visit us at salescoachnow.com. That's salescoachnow.com. Join us again next week to learn how to double your sales.